Okay, so doing business with friends is always a bit risky. Sometimes it works out really well, sometimes not. There were two friends who uh, were doing a bit of business together. One of them was uh, a wholesaler selling uh, different fabrics and his friend needed a whole bunch of fabrics for his business and so he made a big, big order. And the order was for top quality fabrics that's what he wanted and that's what he was paying for. And so his friend, the supplier said, I'm getting you the best of the best from Italy, uh, top quality, you're, you're getting exactly what you paid for. That was the promise. And indeed the fabrics were delivered, everything looked good and seemed well. However, upon later examining it, somebody who was a bit more familiar with these things noticed that these fabrics that you'd paid top dollar for and you were told that they were the best of the best from Italy, are actually they're not quite the best of the best from China. They're they're not n not worth nearly as much as as you you've been uh, told. Uh, the friend was very disappointed that his uh, his friend had pretty much duped him, but the problem was that technically he he couldn't nab him. The, he didn't really have much of a claim. Like there was nothing in writing, and he he bought he he got what he paid for technically even though the guy had promised this amazing stuff from Italy and it was not such amazing stuff from China, but there was uh, technically he could get away with this. There was no way that he could uh, take any legal action. There was nothing, nothing, nothing he could actually catch him on, but he wanted to get revenge and he wanted to get his money back. And he, he was, he was very angry. So he worked out exactly how much the guy had ripped him off, how much he could have got this stuff knowing that it was cheaper stuff from China rather than paying top dollar as if it's from Italy. He worked out exactly how much this was, and let's say it was $100,000. And he told his friend that, uh, you know, I, um, I'm investing in this amazing business. There's, there's definite returns. Um, why, don't you, why don't you jump on board? And he told him some details and everything uh, of this so-called so amazing business. Uh, in fact, it wasn't such amazing business. It was one of his own businesses. And he convinced the guy to invest $100,000, the exact amount that he'd ripped him off. Uh, and in the end, that 100000 was just going back into his pocket. He was retrieving the money that he'd lost um, due to being ripped off. And the question is, is that okay? Can, can you trick a tricker? Can you scam a scammer to get back money that you've lost? Is that, is that fair or not? I think the real question is, do we want to know the answer? <laughs> Correct. So you can tune out now if you don't. Um, the, um, let me share with you two stories from the Talmud, from the Gemara to try and, and, and illustrate this point of stealing to retrieve something that's rightfully yours. We're not talking about stealing, just stealing. We're saying that somebody else has taken from you in, in an immoral, inappropriate, uh, unfair way, but you don't have the legal means to, to retrieve what you've lost because there's no proof or whatever it is, but you know the, the story. There's no doubt what, what, what happened. Can you do extra judiciary uh, acts can you take the law into your own hands to, to retrieve the money? So 
let me tell you two stories. Here's a story from the Talmud in, in Tractate Brachas 5b. It's a story of Rav Huna. Rav Huna was a rabbi, but he was also a wine merchant. He had vineyards uh, and he was a successful wine merchant. However, at a certain point, he noticed 400 of his wine barrels had turned to vinegar. Now, vinegar, you can sell vinegar, but not as much as you can sell uh, wine for. And so 400 barrels of vinegar is a huge loss. And he was discussing this with some of his colleagues and friends who said to him, I think you have to examine your ways. Uh, you know, for, for wine to turn to vinegar just like that is it's an act of God. Have you done something wrong? Is there something maybe not quite kosher in your business that uh, this is happening to, to, to awaken you for? And he said, to, he said, uh, why do you why do you say that? Why you think you think I'm, I'm not a fair person? And his friend said, well, you think God isn't fair? I mean, if something's happening like that, so dramatic, maybe it's a sign. And so Rav Huna realized that they're trying to get to something. So he said to them, why, have you noticed I've done something wrong? And so his friend said, yeah, actually, we heard from one of your sharecroppers that you haven't been paying him. The deal was that people who worked in the fields as a, as a sharecropper would take a portion of the field as payment. However, you have not been paying this certain sharecropper uh, you haven't been giving him his portion. And so Rav Huna said, what, that guy? Of course I'm not giving him his portion because he's stealing from me. He's working in my fields and he's been taking my grapes. So you want me to give him a portion from the, food, from, from the field? I know what he's doing. He's been taking my grapes. He's been stealing from me. And so I've, I've been withholding his pay to retrieve the money that he's stealing from me. So said Rav Huna. Said his friends... Ah, that's the problem, because uh, there's a saying that says that when you, um, when you steal from a thief, you taste what it is to be a thief. In other words, yeah, you're, you're saying he's a thief and he's stealing from you, but you're stealing back. Now you're being a thief too. You're tasting what it means to be a thief. And so he took this to heart. And he started paying his, his sharecropper and reimbursed him for everything that, that he hadn't paid. And as a result, things turned around for him. There's two opinions. One opinion in the, in the Talmud says that what happened was his vinegar turned back to wine. Or another opinion is that the price of vinegar went up to be the same as wine. So he could sell vinegar at the price that he would have sold wine. Either way, he recouped his loss by making amends and paying the guy who he was withholding payment from because he, the, the guy was stealing from him. From that story, what do you see? Stealing from a thief, you, you can't do that. You're not, you're not allowed to do it. You, you can't use uh, dishonest means to, um, to try and recoup your loss, even from a thief. That's what that story seems to tell us. Let me tell you another story. This story is found in Tractate Yuma. Another section of the Talmud, on page 83b. And the story says the following. There were three rabbis, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Yehuda, who were traveling together. Rabbi Meir had a custom that he would, when he meet, meet someone, he would listen to their name. And based on their name, he would assess things about their character. He had a way of reading into people's names. Anyway, they, the three rabbis were staying over in a, an inn. And the innkeeper introduced himself as Kidor. Hi, my name's Kidor. Unusual name. Rabbi Meir said Kidor. And he thought of a verse in the Torah that says Kidor tapuches hema, which means that they are a rebellious uh, 
generation, Kidor, and he thought, this guy's not, not kosher. I, I'm worried about this guy. So uh, what with the custom then was when you're staying in an inn, you would deposit your wallet with the innkeeper who would put it into a safety, you know, safe, safe box or something. So Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Huda gave their wallets to Kidor. Rabbi Meir, who had this suspicion about the guy's name, did not give his wallet to Kidor. Anyway, the next morning, they, um, they were ready to go on their way to continue the journey. And so Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yossi went to Kidor at the front desk of the inn and said, Hi, we're, we're leaving now. Um, can we please have our wallets? And Kidor said, What wallets? He said, The wallets that we, that we deposit with you. He said, No, I don't have any wallets. Don't know what you're talking about. So Rabbi Meir said, Ah, I see, I told you. Uh, you, you, should, you shouldn't have trusted the guy with the name Kidor. Anyway, the story continues in the Talmud that Rabbi Yossi, Rossi, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Huda came up with a plan. They, they said to Kidor, come, let's buy you a drink. And I went to the bar and I bought him a few drinks. And Kidor was, uh, was always happy to join in that. And after a few drinks, they noticed that on his moustache was a lentil. A lentil stuck in his moustache. Happens. So Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Huda went to his house while he was drunk in the bar and they knocked on the door and they said to his wife, hi, Kidor has sent us to collect our wallets. Uh, and he said as a sign, so you trust that he really sent us, is that you had lentils for lunch. You served him lentils for lunch. That's the sign. So the wife hearing that said, well, how else would they know that uh, we had lentils for lunch, believed them and gave their wallets back. So they regained their stolen wallets by lying to the woman and tricking their way to get from, her, from the home their wallets back. From here, it seems, you're allowed to steal from a thief. You can steal back your property from a thief. So what's going on? We've got two seemingly contradictory stories. We've got the, the first story of Rav Huna and his wine going sour uh, because he didn't pay the sharecropper who he accused from stealing from him, and that's why he wasn't paying. He wanted to regain his loss. And the rabbi said, that's bad news. You're, you're tasting the, the taste of theft. And that's why you're being punished. It was the wrong thing to do. Whereas you have Rav Yosef and Rav Yehuda, who had their wallets stolen and tricked their way to, to, to get their wallets back. And that was okay. What's the difference between the two stories? You taught us a while ago with that will story that money has so many different uses, but when it's a specific thing, so in this case, you're saying it's a specific thing, they got their wallets back, whereas in the first case, it's an amount that he's getting back. Is that, is that something? Yes, absolutely. That, that, is, that is very good, and that, that is totally a difference here. The physical wallet, the actual wallet that was stolen from you is your wallet. And if you have no judiciary way of getting it back, there's no proof there's the, the guy's getting away with, with, with thievery. So then it's your wallet. You have every right to take it back. That, that's the same object. Money, value, and amount, you can't say the same thing. You can't, you can't say that this guy owes me X amount of money, so therefore I'm going to steal that amount from him. That's not your coins. It's not your money. If there's a bag of cash that he stole from you, you can grab that back. But the value that... That, uh, that he has taken from you, you cannot take that value from him. And so in the case of Rav Huna, 
the grapes that the sharecropper was stealing were not the grapes that he was taking back. He was just withholding payment. That's, that's two different amounts that you can't do. Whereas in the case of, uh, of, of the Rav Yossi and Rav Yehuda, it was their wallets that they were taking back, and that you totally can. You can steal from a thief the thing that he stole from you. What you can't do is steal the amount that a thief stole from you. You can't steal back, because then you're, you're, you're equally being a thief. There's a difference between uh, regaining your property or regaining that which is owed to you. And therefore, in, in the case of our guy who got ripped off uh, by getting uh, articles from China instead of from Italy, so that amount that he feels that he, that he, was, he was ripped off, that cannot uh, be recouped by tricking the guy into some other scam. That is, that is stealing from a, from, a, from a thief, but not, not taking back your property. That would be completely f- p- uh, prohibited. So, unfortunately, he's going to have to uh, take in the loss that, that he made and uh, be a bit careful who he does business with. Maybe not keep friendships, friendships, and business partnerships, business partnerships, at least in that case. Have a great day.